Hey guys, um, it's Ella, and this is Daily Dose with Ella. Uh, if you don't know me, I am 16, and I'm from the Bay Area. Um, I am a TikToker, of all things, I know. Uh, if you want to check me out on there, I'm just Alejandro, but let's get into the podcast. Today is my first podcast, as you guys know, but we're going to be talking about self-love and body image, because that's a lot of what I focus on on TikTok, Um, because I know I could have needed it. I could have used it when I was, um, 12 and 13. And I just want, I made a video about this the other day, but I just want you guys to picture, like, you're in a grocery store and you see a magazine and it's Kendall Jenner on the front cover. Everyone wants to be Kendall Jenner, right? Like, you think of Kendall Jenner as this perfect billionaire model. And so you pick up her magazine and you buy it. And you go home and you see her in all of her whatever, all of her glory. And what you notice is her skin with no acne. Her flat stomach, small waist. Her complexion. The fact that she has no cellulite and no stretch marks. But you know that when they took that picture... They still airbrushed her as if she wasn't beautiful before. They take that picture and they still make it so that it is absolutely an unattainable beauty, right? And, but you still look at it and think, I wish I looked like her, right? Because comparison is a thief of joy. Comparison takes away all of your satisfaction because... The grass is always greener, right? But the grass is always greener. So say you were Kendall Jenner. There, she probably has just as many insecurities as the rest of us. Because she's in the public eye as someone everyone thinks is perfect. She has to hold up this perfect expectation. So for her, the grass is always greener somewhere else. So the grass will and always will be greener somewhere else you're never going to be completely satisfied unless you learn that unless you learn that truth of you're never going to be satisfied as someone else so you might as well make the best of who you are because in the end you can't magically genie wish to be kendall jenner you can't and so you should learn to be okay with who you are now right and As I was saying, you pick up that magazine and you see all these things that you wish you had. So you open the magazine only to see a product that will get rid of acne or a weight loss pill or a scrub that'll get rid of your cellulite or get rid of your stretch marks because God forbid you have stretch marks. And so you buy them and they probably do absolutely nothing. No, they do absolutely nothing. Say you buy a waist trainer. That's unhealthy. You buy weight loss pills. That's not good for you. Not at all. And they probably do next to nothing and make you feel even worse about yourself only for you to go back into the cycle of feeding into what society wants you to do, which is benefit the economy off of your insecurities. The economy benefits off of women wishing they were better, wishing they had more, never being satisfied. The economy benefits off of this. 
And you know that Kendall Jenner doesn't look like what she's putting out on the on this magazine cover. You know that, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean you don't want it. And the fact is that until you realize that it's impossible, unattainable, the fact is that if you don't realize that the only reason you think this way is because society has brought you up to be insecure and benefit the economy because of it, you're never going to be satisfied. Ever. And I'm a huge believer in fake it till you make it. Here's where I'll start talking about things that I've done that have kind of helped me get out of this societal cycle of wishing you were more. Um, Fake it till you make it. Look at yourself in the mirror every single day. Even the days where you don't exactly feel beautiful, the days you might feel gross or ugly, because we all have those days. God knows we all have those days. Look at yourself in the mirror and just tell yourself all the things that you want to believe about yourself. Tell yourself you're beautiful. Tell yourself that you are confident. Speak all of your desires about yourself into existence. Not things like, oh, I wish I was skinny. No. Talk about who you are now and what you love about yourself now. Not what you wish you were, but what you are now. You know what I'm saying? And think about the fact that if you had a friend who, say you went to a store, right? You pick out a dress that you love. You put it on and you go out to show your friend and you're like, how do you think I look in this? Like, you think it's cute? And they go, no, you're ugly. Ooh, your thighs are showing. Ooh, girl, your shoulders, too broad. No, you drop that friend immediately. You know that they're toxic, so you drop them because what friend in their right mind is going to tell you that you look ugly if you feel confident? So why are you treating yourself the way you would never let a friend treat you? Because in the end, the only person you have at all times of the day, the only person you have your entire life is yourself. So what is allowing you to go out and treat yourself badly, right? Like, shouldn't you be looking at yourself and saying, you look hot? Like, oh my gosh, girl, like, get this dress. You look beautiful. Shouldn't, shouldn't you talk about yourself that way? That's in self-reflection right there. And I'm sure all of you are thinking, I don't treat myself the way I'd, I'd like my, trans, my friends to treat me. I know I don't sometimes. But on those days where you don't feel like you're good enough, that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself how worthy you really are. Because you are. You're absolutely worthy. No matter how you feel that way. No matter how much you ate the day before, you are still worthy and beautiful today. You are so worthy to eat today. You're so deserving of food today. No matter how much or how poorly you may have thinking, you may have thought, <laughs> you may have thought you ate yesterday, it doesn't matter. That's in the past. That gives your body no less right to food today, right? Because in the end, you deserve food. You deserve to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're enough. When I was 10, I moved to California and I didn't have a lot of friends. 
Um, I struggled with ADHD, and I was undiagnosed at that point. Um, I struggled with my grades because when I lived in Costa Rica, grades weren't really a big deal at all. They never, they never were. Like, it was just never thought about. It was, it was surfing and having fun and just, like, just kind of enjoying life. And when I moved to the Bay Area, it was a lot of people saying that if you don't have good grades, you're not enough. Same kind of idea as, as the whole weight thing or the whole body image thing. It was, if you don't have good grades, you're not getting into college. If you don't have good grades, you are not going to be successful, which is just not true. If you're doing, if you're giving everything you have, if you're trying your best and that's all you can do, then you're doing enough. But it put me in this cycle of thinking I wasn't good enough in a school sense. I didn't have a lot of friends. I wasn't happy with my grades. Not that I could do anything about it. I was doing my best. I was thrown into a whole new society. And because of this, I started eating a lot. And I, in no way was I ever overweight. But my eating habits weren't healthy. I was bringing candy bars in my room and just hiding them because I was ashamed that I was eating so many. And I, my parents never meant to, but I don't think they helped either. Because I remember when I went to the doctor, this kind of pushed me over the edge. We went to the doctor and my dad said, what can Ella be doing to be better? She's overweight. And my doctor said, no, she's not. Ella's not overweight. And my dad said, yeah, she is. And he never meant to put me down. He was thinking of me in his best in- he was tr- he-, he had his best intentions. But it never helped. And a lot of people did this to me. And a lot of times the intentions aren't bad. They just don't know how to deal with someone who's struggling. And when my doctor said she's she's not on she's not overweight, she's actually pretty normal for her weight. For her age and her height, she is pretty average. And to be perfectly honest, at school I didn't look like everyone else. I did look a little overweight, but in comparison to everyone in the US, she had said I was perfectly average. I was perfectly normal. And my dad started saying, "Oh, but she hides candy bars in her room." why do you think I did that? Because I was being constantly told that I couldn't, that I was eating too much, right? And that's not fair. He didn't, he, he had his best intentions, but he had my best interest at heart, but in the end, he didn't know how to deal with it. And so I, I kind of just kept going. I really didn't like myself, but I never stopped eating. I, I continued to eat. I never had an eating disorder, but I didn't really love who I was. I'd look at myself in the mirror and make excuses for why I looked the way I did. And I was never ugly. Never. I mean, of course I wasn't. No one is. But I treated myself in a way that made me feel like I was ugly. And I was 11 years old looking at myself in the mirror and sucking in and thinking, My ribs are so far out. That's why I look like this. Like, oh, when I sit down and I have rolls, that's just my posture. Or I'd put on a bikini and I'd sit down and say, yeah, no, it, it, it's not me. I'm 
it's it's not my fault and it it and it's not that I was doing anything wrong. I just had a poor image of myself and I went into 7th grade and I was diagnosed with ADHD. So I started taking my meds and if you know Adderall takes away your appetite. And so I would go to school and I remember one time I told my dad, I said, oh, I forgot my lunch at home. And I said, oh, that's okay. I, I, t- I took my meds. I don't, I don't need to eat lunch. It's fine. Like, like it'll, it might help with like my weight or whatever. My dad was like, yeah, that sounds good. He never knew how I really felt about myself, but I went to school and I didn't eat at lunch. I wasn't hungry. I wasn't putting myself in any pain. But I needed to eat. I was 13. When I, at 13, at any age you need to eat, but at 13 you're growing. At 13, you're hitting puberty, you're growing, you need food. And I would go many days where at lunch I just wouldn't eat. So I, of course I lost weight. Of course I did. But it wasn't in a healthy way at all. I was just I was doing it because I wanted to look differently. And then once I'd lost the weight, I remember I went to my cousin's house and they commented on it. They said, you look so good. You've lost weight. Like you've lost a little weight. Like you look really good. But little did they know it's because I wasn't eating lunch. I was going to school and not eating lunch because I knew that I would lose weight because of it. But I still wasn't happy with myself. I would still take pictures of myself in a mirror where I was going to the side and sucking in and saying, I could look like this. Why don't I look like this? I was never satisfied. And that continued on through 7th and 8th grade. Where I just, I didn't, I didn't eat a lot. And I was a size 0. I'm a size 8 now. I was a size 0. For a long time. And then I went into high school. And I kind of laid off the ADHD, the Adderall. I got a lower prescription. And I would eat lunch. I had pretty good eating habits, but I still didn't like what I looked like. I looked at the girls in my grade who were skinnier than me and eating more than me or skinnier than me in general. And I would be like, why isn't that me? Because society tells you that to be pretty, you have to be skinny, right? And that doesn't mean that the girls in my grade that were skinny didn't have any self-love problems, any body image issues, because of course they did. Everyone does. Everyone does. Like I said, the grass is always going to be greener somewhere else. Right? So I continued this habit of I would go and, you know, everyone does this where they'll say, I'm going to eat really healthy from now on. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to get skinny. Right? And I would go like a month where I'd do a new diet. I did Whole30. I did all these diets that weren't good for me. I'm 16. I was 15, 14 at the time. I need, I need protein. I need to be eating what I want to eat. Because my body's telling me that's what I want to eat. I need to eat it. But I was telling myself that these were going to get me to a spot in life that I was satisfied with. But in fact, if all you're ever doing is trying to eat healthy or trying to work out in order to get skinnier, 
in order to reach a body that you wish you had, you're not doing it right. You need to be exercising and eating balanced meals to be healthy, to keep your mind and your body full, to keep your mind and your body comfortable. And if you're only doing it because you want to reach a new version of your body, you're never going to be satisfied with where your body is or where it would be. So I think what I'm trying to say is there's, you're never going to reach a satisfaction in who you are, how you look, any of that, until you learn to love yourself at any point. To love yourself at the times when you're bloated and to love yourself in the times where you're not. To love yourself in the good and the bad is the only way you're ever going to reach a satisfaction in yourself. So look at yourself in the mirror every day and remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself that you're worthy of food. You're worthy of love. And that in reality, the only person truly focused on your cellulite or your stretch marks or your broad shoulders or your thick thighs or your stomach rolls is yourself. Everyone is only focused on themselves. And until you realize that no one cares but you, you're not going to be totally satisfied. And the people who do care are not worth your time. If there's someone out there saying that they would love you more if you had a thigh gap or they would love you more if you didn't have cellulite, get away from them and never look back because in the end, that is not okay. Your love, someone should never love you conditionally. It should be, you should only surround yourself with people who love you unconditionally. Just like you should only surround yourself with yourself and loving yourself unconditionally. Because in the end, you are the only person you have. In the end, you only have yourself. And so please, I'm asking you today to just look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself that you're beautiful. Turn on some music. And I know this might sound weird, but put on a bikini or put just your bra on a run and just dance in front of a mirror. And look at yourself. Be happy in who you are right then and there. Because you deserve it. You deserve that today. And remember that the economy is benefiting off of your insecurities. And that you have grown up in a society that benefits off of your insecurities. So remember that the second you stop buying those weight loss pills. Or you stop buying things that you believe are going to make you more of what society wants you to be, remind yourself that you're going against society by doing that. And you're powerful because of it. And you're winning. You're beating society. When you start loving yourself where you are at now. Because saying you will love yourself after that, after that diet or that exercise or that two-week exercise that you're going to do saying you love yourself after that if you get the results that you're expecting is false because if you don't love yourself where you're at now you're not going to love yourself where you could be if you're not doing it for the right reasons that brings me to my next point though 
YouTube videos, Chloe Tang workouts. Two-week flat stomach exercises, no. No. Two-week ab, no. You are not going to get abs by doing two weeks of some BS ab workouts. You're not going to get a flat stomach in two weeks because of some BS flat stomach workouts. Body types are a thing for a reason. I know me. If I worked out every day for the rest of my life, I ate healthy, that's not just going to give me a flat stomach. That's not going to change my body type to the kind that right now society says is perfect. No. Because that's just not how it works. You're born with a body type, and you have that body type. So if you're not confident in that, you're not going to be able to just magically get changed to a new one, right? So I hope that today you eat. I hope that today you love yourself. I hope that today you remember that your weight on a scale will never determine your health. Because just like how I was told that I was doing well when I was not eating lunch because I was on my ADHD pills in order to lose weight and all my family said I looked good, they didn't know what I was going through. They didn't know how I was looking at myself in the mirror telling myself I wasn't enough. So I want to remind you that you can't look at someone and just determine how they're doing by how they look. By saying, oh, you cannot be over 140 pounds or you're overweight. And if you're under 140 pounds, you're healthy. No, because your weight on a scale never determines your health. When I was 110 pounds, I was less healthy than I am now and I'm 160 pounds. I haven't weighed myself in months because I understand how unhealthy it is to weigh yourself just because a lot of people that weigh themselves solely do it to prove a point to themselves almost like oh i'm 150 pounds i want to be 130 so let me start this diet and once i'm at 130 then i'll be proud of myself and this weight culture where you weigh yourself is unhealthy so i urge you today to get your scale and throw it away Right now, go throw it away because your weight doesn't determine your health. If you are eating three meals a day and satisfied with how much you're eating, if you are exercising and you feel the best you've ever felt, and then you go on a scale and you weigh more than you thought you did, odds are all of a sudden you're going to be disappointed in yourself. Because society has told us we measure our worth in our weight. And that's not true. So I'm asking you today to take your scale and throw it away. Go eat that meal that you've been craving. Go buy those pants that make your butt look good. Go buy that shirt that makes your boobs look good. Go do whatever you want and don't let anyone tell you you can't. In the end, you make your own decisions. So today, choose to be confident. Choose to love yourself. Confidence is hot. I know you've all seen that trend on TikTok. That's like, confidence makes you hot. And then they show a picture of them when they weren't confident and then a picture of them when they are. They are so much more beautiful when they're confident. Confidence radiates beautiful energy. It shows people 
that you are confident in who you are. And people want that around them. People don't want to be around you if all you're going to do is mope around about who you wish you were. People want to be around people who are grabbing life by the reins. People want to be around other people that are going to make them feel confident because confidence is contagious. And the more people that are confident in who they are in their body type, the more people that are going to see people that are their body type that are confident. When I post body positive content on TikTok, I get so many comments that are like, this is my body type. I don't see it enough. And by me posting this content in a body type that may not be what society says is beautiful today, shows other girls that society isn't what gets to deem bodies beautiful. All bodies are beautiful in their own way. If you are healthy, if you are satisfied with how much you're eating, with what you look like, then no one can tell you you are not healthy. I guarantee you that the second you start doing what you want and the second you stop letting your body determine what you're going to do today or what you're going to wear today or how you're going to act today, I guarantee you more people are going to want to be around you. Confidence is contagious and it makes you beautiful. And if you're confident, it will give someone else the confidence to be confident too. No one knows you better than you know yourself. So the same way someone told me I looked beautiful when I wasn't eating lunch in order to get skinny is the same way when someone tells you you look unhealthy for having a little bit of stomach fat, even though you know that you're eating well and you're exercising and you're happy in yourself, they cannot determine your health just like they couldn't determine mine. I'm so glad you're here today, and I'm so thankful that you saw my podcast and you chose to click on it today, and I hope it was worth it. I hope this 30 minutes of your time was worth every second and that you got something helpful out of it because I know sitting here and just kind of talking through how I feel about all this definitely helped me. You're valid, you're worthy, and you're loved. Well, that's all the time we have for today, but I hope you got something good out of this and I will see you next week with me for the Daily Dose with Ella.